This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude, Altitude. Adjustment. adjustment. Good afternoon. It is 2 p.m. Central Time on May the 15th, Friday, uh, Saturday, May the 15th. And welcome to Altitude Adjustment. I'm Leon Davis along with Warren Harper. And today's Hello. edition is the clown car edition. Um, just some of the. So it is, I am officially um, de declaring that we are in the Twilight Zone. Now, I realize that. <laughs> A lot of things have been going on, and everybody, you know, probably got to the Twilight Zone before I have, but I am officially declaring we are in the Twilight Zone, and the the capper, the ice cap, uh, the the cream on the, the the icing on the cake, was this story. Um, <laughs> Trump fan charged with murdering his wife and using her ballot to cast an extra vote for Trump. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this a joke? Nope. This is, real? this is for real. Guy, kill his wife to steal her vote and give it to Trump. Well, I don't know if he did it to steal her vote. And that's, um, if I, if, by the headline, you would infer that. Right. Okay. So I read the story. It's a Colorado man, Barry Morphew, was charged with murdering his wife and using her mail-in ballot to cast an extra vote for Trump during the presidential election back in November. Um, now, are you sure the purpose of the murder was to do the, do the vote, or was there some other stuff going on? That's what I'm saying. So... Um, <laughs> If you, by reading the story, it's not a very long story. It's on uh, mediaite.com. Uh, there's out. an affidavit that, that was filed by the uh, Chafee County clerk that uh, so the guy was charged with fraud also. What had happened is they yeah. can't find his wife. They can't find his wife. Huh. And the way he got caught was he signed his name he wrote his name on her ballot and sent it in. He put his name on her ballot? He put his name on her ballot <laughs> and sent it in. I'm telling you, we are in the twilight zone. Wait wait a minute. I thought it was the other side that was supposed to be doing all this voter fraud. I, I not, get not it. I get it. I get it. But right now, to me, the voter fraud is the least of the issues in this story. I get it. Yes, man. The, the supposedly the serious. the right the left is the voter fraud camp, but you can't make this shit up, man. You cannot make this up. This is for real. What state was this again? <clears throat> um, this was Colorado. Hmm. So he now, says. I think they lost Colorado, didn't he? Huh? Trump lost Colorado, didn't he? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember for sure, but I think that one was kind of going back and forth. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. Wow. So he was saying that his wife, uh, he he, the reason he put her, her ballot, sent her ballot in, is because he knew she was going to vote for Trump anyway. So he decided to go ahead and send in her ballot for her with his okay. name on it. <laughs> wow. I, I just want to find out if Trump won Colorado. You got me curious now. Oh, well, let's just, I mean, let me do a search real quick. Hold on. Biden won Colorado with over 55% of the vote. 
Yeah, yeah. Trump got about forty three point three or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So it was it was that's close. That's fairly mm. close. When you start talking millions, that's yeah, I guess I guess percentage wise it yeah, is. I mean, you know, but when you yeah. start talking you start talking thousands of people, then that, that can be significant. So but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think that that one ballot was going to make a difference. No, no. I mean, you know, I don't care who was going to win. I'm not going to jail for your ass and killing my wife to do it too. Well, or, well wife is missing. We'll just say wife right. is missing. So they but well they 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 they've declared her dead. <laughs> they can't they can't find the body is what they said in the story. So Yeah, cuz that's been a <laughs> that's been a while yeah because it was yeah it's been a while so been a few months. but mm-hmm. so i officially we are officially now in the twilight zone uh i i even you know all of that stuff where they were uh in congress saying that that uh the insurrection on june the january the 6th was just people walking through the uh the senate um you know the the testimony of these um, politicians, uh, the Republican politicians that claim that, you know, it was not an armed insurrection; it was just, you know, people out for a day of sightseeing. Um, and and I and I didn't declare us into the twilight zone then, but, you know, the guy. Um, the video's been playing over and over for a few months now, and for them to, to have the nerve to try to say some stupid stuff like that is ridiculous. And then people believing it, that's just, oh, man, I don't know what to say. We're in the twilight zone. That's what I'm telling they you. Were hugging. They were hugging one another. We are in, we are officially no in the twilight zone. Crazy folks. Or the, the 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 crazy folks are out of their uh, rooms, and they're running yeah. the institution. Yeah, well, they, they, there's an institution they need to be in, but <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. So, so along with that being in the twilight zone, <laughs> tell me about they are actually putting into place a plan. To keep the the former president from being extradited from Florida to face charges in New York. Mm, and what kind of plan would that be? I so so the one of the, the things was is that the governor would the governor of Florida would not sign extra extra extradition papers yeah. to allow authorities to come in and scoop Trump up and take his ass back to to, to uh, New York to face charges. So well, I, the federal government uh, over, overthrows any state as far as extradition, wouldn't they? Extradition is <laughs> actually the, the governor signing off is a formality. He can't do it. He can't stop it anyway. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, you know, this, that's not another country. This is the United States. But the way things are going, I think we're going to have a few new countries because these clowns, are just, they got to go, man. <laughs> For us to be at the point where we're talking having to extradite a former president <clears throat> from one state mm-hmm. to another. Right. And for there to be a controversy. Mm-hmm. to me is insane well you know what they at this point i could see his radical militia groups and all of these white nationalists getting him in a bunker or or gathering around to protect him and physically trying to stop it i mean after what they did in january i could see I see no limits to what they, how far they would go. Exactly. Honestly, I, would. I agree with you. I agree with you totally. I I think that the lid is off the sanity jar. We are now in a new territory about how we function in this country. Absolutely. I I was saying a while back. You know what? The, the, 
right now the state of this country is really comparable to 1860. It's that divided when stuff like this starts happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 aren't uh, firing bullets yet, but I don't know how long it's going to be, man. How long the peace is going to be held? Mm. So you think you think we're that close, huh? Man, I mean, it's ridiculous. They they don't respect law now. They're defying um, president. You know, they don't accept the uh, presidential the president. Wind. So right. they're still talking about the steel. Mm-hmm. Um, the craziness is just out of control. I, I don't know how far they'll go. Sure, I agree with you. I just full scale. Uh, military involved um, clash or civil war to me seems far-fetched. I don't see that our military is that divided while there are, I I don't know how many um, military men and women support Trump. The concern would be, is there enough that they would, participate in an armed conflict mm-hmm. on a nationwide schedule or nationwide um, um, yeah, way uh, to, to, yeah. to, to, to do right. that. I, I, you know, I think, it, I think a lot has to happen and I don't know if I'm, I'm, you know, believing that that's, that's where we are. Well, you know, the military is very, very structured, mm-hmm. but they're also very, very tight and secretive. Mm-hmm. They they know what's going on, but they do not reveal the depth of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of this sexual harassment that's been that going on correct. and on. Mm-hmm. That's been They know what that crap is happening and how many of those guys actually get prosecuted or are dealt with mm-hmm. they know what's going on i agree you know and why and do you think the that fact- they they haven't done anything about it so we're going to branch off here we're going to branch off so what why why do you think here's my thought on why that is not become a big issue okay by addressing it they, they believe that it will become a divisive issue inside the military. And just as you mentioned, there is a need to maintain order in the military. If you have confusion, if you have uh, this uh, uh, chaos going on, then the military will not function as it should. So they hide this stuff to maintain the functionality of the military. So that's that's my 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 take on it. Well, and you're right; they know all of that stuff. It, it's it's a known fact that the military is infiltrated with these white nationalists, mm-hmm. these radical people. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them go into the military, then some of them come straight out join the police force and that's why things are so messed up out on the street as well they're both in the military they're both in the uh police uh somewhere down the line if something big jumps off there could be a little mini riot or a a confrontation revolt Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and it's gonna if that ever happens they're going to, of course, try to cover it up and make it look like no, nothing serious. But I, I think we're dealing with a powder keg here. I really do. Well, um, so one of the things that, that you brought to my attention the other day, when we had a chat with a, a gentleman, mm-hmm. is the the reticence that people have to let go of that the Union Jack flag. Yeah. It is a hundred years past the loss and people are still trying to wave that as a symbol of pride and a source of, a source of inspiration in their life. Mm 
Sure. And so, yeah, there's 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 something a current running underneath all of this. America's the greatest country on the world. Shit. There is that something that's running underneath. Mm-hmm. It's just how yeah. it how much of it is running underneath, how thick how deep the water is, using mm-hmm. metaphors. Um, yeah. How deep the water is, is you're right. I don't know if we know. And to this day, most of those people will not admit that that war was fought over slavery. I think I sent you a video the other day where a guy was documented all these different articles and and, uh, laws and stuff that they instituted direct regard to slavery, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to protect these states' Mm -hmm. rights Mm -hmm. to what they were doing. Mm -hmm. It's documented, but Mm -hmm. they don't want to acknowledge that. Well, so when you say it was documented, um, that coincides with all of the video, all of the testimony about the January 6th insurrection and people claiming it was uh, tourists. Exactly. Same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's, it's, we will look at the facts and interpret them in a way that is beneficial to us. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't, if we can't find a beneficial way to, to interpret the facts, then we'll just flat out lie about it. Yeah. And we'll turn it into something that we, that you clearly can't find in what you're looking at. So your eyes are telling you the wrong thing. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's just absurd how um, people as high as uh, in the Congress and the Senate, rep, House of Representatives, that will go on video and, and deny what everybody saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right to our faces. Sure. I'm like... <clears throat> How did these guys get elected? <laughs> that's the scary. That's the scary part. That's the scary part. They got elected. <clears throat> yeah, these guys represent real people. They and those real people voted for them. Yeah. The the one thing that surprised me, so this this Marjorie Taylor Greene character. Um, okay. Went after uh, uh, AOC the other day. I was reading about that. So she went after the AOC the other day, and then to find out that before she was elected, she went mm-hmm. after AOC. Right. I was going to say it just just didn't start. She it she just didn't start. As soon as the lady got in the office, she went after her. But she got elected. She got elected. This is what I'm saying. She got she with that in her past. She got elected as a representative of an area. That's what they like. They want somebody. They want that pit bull is going to attack, regardless of whether it's justified or if it makes any sense. They just want somebody to attack what they oppose. You know, and that's and 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 that's the the thing that concerns me is that. We're, we are losing civility in our society. It is Absolutely. crumbling. It is visibly crumbling before our very eyes. We can see it crumbling step by step by step. Yeah. Dog fighting is illegal, but uh, that kind of behavior is okay in the Congress. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, so like, <clears throat> it was never acceptable that the president would insult someone. <laughs> right. Well, and now people are fighting to bring back a president who wants to insult people. Yeah. And it's not like he's the he's the only person that has the ideas that he has. So if they were if they were bringing him back because he had special ideas, they could find somebody else who had the special ideas who who could, who could you know put forth those ideas without putting right. forth the the childish behavior right but we we had a reality tv star who was pretty good at it i guess even though his show wasn't about much uh, but he's he represents that image you know that that yeah 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 you know kick him in the butt 
grab them by the, you know. Right, so it's not about politics. It has it no. has little to do with about politics. It's not about the ideas that he has. It's not about the beliefs that he has. It's not about what he can offer the the country as a whole. It's about the image that he projects as uh, this insulting, uh, abrasive, caustic person. And right. and as I said, we are seeing the breakdown of civility in American society. One frame at a time. We've got yeah. elected officials who, so we've got um, Lindsey Graham who lies on national television. If it's the last year of an election, the last years of a, of a president's term and a mm-hmm. uh, Supreme Court nomination uh, comes up, I will not vote. <laughs> That's a lie. Mitch McConnell uh, saying, you know, okaying the action of denying Merrick Garland a hearing and um, and then uh, the, the, the guy that eventually became the Supreme Court nominee, um, Gor- Neil Gorsuch. No, yeah, Neil mm-hmm. Gorsuch. I think that's what it was. I think yeah, that's what Neil it was. Gorsuch, who eventually took um, Merrick Garland's uh, nomination. He was mm-hmm. accused of rape and behavior unbecoming of a Supreme Court justice. And while I realize that's, that some of the charges stemmed from years ago when he was a teenager or when he was a young man in college, <clears throat> it still came, you know, it's still the um, hardening of uh, pushing back against societal, Society, you know, societal norms that say, you know, we're going to behave like adults and human beings, and and. No, I'm just thinking, Leon. Though was was that Gorsuch? That wasn't Gorsuch, hold was on, it? Hold on. I think Let it me. was another guy. Hold on. All right, because I think it was. I can't remember his name. But I know who you're talking about. But that I, I can't recall his name. I don't think it was Gorsuch. That was the one they grilled through all of that. Um, vetting and and interviewing and uh they finally took him anyway he had a couple women testify or make statements no it wasn't gorsuch hold on yeah he was the uh last edition before uh amy coney barrett i believe But anyway, there's so much hypocrisy coming from the other side right now. They'll say one thing and turn around and do the complete opposite. You can pretty much expect that. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. There you go. That's what it was. Right. You were correct. Thank you for yeah, for forcing um, me to to not li- uh, leave that on someone else's name. <clears throat> yeah. Um. But go ahead. So. So anyway, there's there's this hardening against civility in our society. It's let's not be civilized. Let's, you know, by any means necessary kind of behavior as far as let's get things done. Let's be angry. Let's be confrontational. Let's be combative. Let's mm-hmm. be everything that civil is being being civilized is against. That's their mentality. They they want to fight, 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 no matter how wrong they are. You know, it's they just don't want to compromise. So let me compromise share this. Is a bad word, unless unless they have the po- uh, power 
or well, when the other side has the power, it's compromised. When they have the power, it's hey, sideway or the highway. <laughs> so let me share this video with you. This I I saw okay. this, I saw this uh, today, which uh, I guess <clears throat> pushed me closer to determining that we are in the twilight zone. Um, okay. With the other article being the the straw that that you know pushed me into the. Declaring it, but hold on. Right, far left, low rated late night host Jimmy Kimmel is spewing more hatred and more rage, saying, quote, it is is a transphobic to call a trans person an ignorant a-hole in response to our interview with Caitlyn Jenner talking about the real problem of homelessness. Uh, Jimmy, what is with all the anger and all the cheap shots? Yeah, if you haven't noticed, homeless people all over your state. And by the way, don't you have anything better to do? Maybe actually trying to be funny or boost your dismal ratings? Because we're absolutely crushing you by like 70% in total viewers, Jimmy. So uh, that's this quarter. Jimmy, here's my advice. Don't talk about my show anymore. But since you did, let's remind people, take a trip down memory lane. You want to talk about ignorant assholes? This is you dressed as Carl Malone. And check uh, this out. This is you, an ignorant asshole, when you had a cucumber in your pants during the man show. And maybe Okay, so so we've got a <clears throat> we've got a news person because I know you. I guess you missed a, a bit of it because you had to put your headphones on. Yeah, I was. I could. I didn't want to turn my speakers up because uh, feedback, feedback so right? Yeah. So, um, so we've got a a news anchor mm-hmm. acting like a big baby. I don't know if you heard, he's he's like uh, telling uh, Jimmy Kimmel, don't talk about my show anymore. <clears throat> you know, hmm. uh, don't talk How about my show that? anymore. And my ratings are better than your ratings. And for good measures, here's you in blackface with a cucumber acting like you got a big penis <laughs> on national Fucking television. Acting like a 13-year-old. Wow. I'm not... I did... I I tried to bring up Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson as little as possible. But there are occasions when they just completely bizarre out. I understand why Sean Hannity likes Donald Trump. They're the same kind of people. They're the exact same kind of people. It's name calling. It's, It's petty grievances. It's petty behavior. It is the removal of civility that connects them. And that's what we're experiencing in our society is the removal of civility. The ability to disagree with someone and at least insult them in an intelligent adult manner. Well, they lost that art. <laughs> They've lost that art. They have they don't have it. Because yeah. they're it's it's become emotional. They it's about emotions. I'm angry, so I'm going to do whatever I can and say whatever I can to hurt you. I mean, like Jimmy Kimmel, his goal is to up his ratings, but to compare his comedy bit against the ratings of a news bit is Mm -hmm. retarded. They're not, they don't have the same audiences. Yeah, totally different. Totally different. Just, they're not even in the same spectrum. Nope. <clears throat> Just because they're, so. <sighs> well, they go after anybody that um, they disagree with, you know, so that's to be expected. 
Yeah, but but it's one thing to go after them. It's another thing to to lower the uh, intellectual level of the conversation when you go after someone. <laughs> well, you don't really think about a whole lot about intellectual when you look at something on the right when they're trying to make somebody look bad they just they just go all out you know it's not really intellectual well whatever so, they can do to bring you down they'll throw it so liz cheney has not lowered her standards and reduced herself to playground antics true she has consistently tried to raise the level of the conversation to adult and that's why they got rid of her <laughs> yeah well she's paying the price right but you know in spite of all the things that she did up until recently you know a lot of people are hating on her for her past and i i get that i give her credit for just turning around and speaking up you know saying hey this is uh going too far somebody's got to set the example no it, she might not have been there in the past but at least she's kind of leading the way opening up the door if somebody else wants to step in but after seeing what what they did which we did you know we weren't surprised i i doubt if many people will follow behind her because you know politics you, your job comes before anything else and if you if it's going to cost you your job you're probably not going to have the balls to, to stand up to fight the system. Well, so <clears throat> so there's a lot of conversation going on about, uh, you know, con uh, representatives having the, the, the guts to stand up to Trump and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and, and I just don't think Trump's the issue. I think it's the coarsening of our discourse it is the reduction to childish antics to resolve mm -hmm. conflicts right we don't we don't have conflict resolution what we have is name calling we are officially in the twilight zone we have people that refuse to accept the truth who blatantly yeah. willfully will lie cheat and steal and who act like they're 13 years old. So sure. I'm thinking that one of the, one of the problems is that they've been infected with the uh, COVID-19 <laughs> and their brain has been impacted. They've lost the sense of intellect hmm. along with the sense of smell and taste uh, which is why they're acting the way they're acting. Okay, so we, we're going to set up some new uh, COVID sy symptom. Uh, well, confusion is a part of COVID. True. True. It's, a, it's a part of COVID. And I'm, just saying, I'm just saying it has impacted them greater than we originally anticipated. Yeah. Because they didn't wear a mask. Losing your sense of reality. Losing your sense of reality because it is a it has a neurological impact. Yeah, yeah. And so I no think compassion for your fellow man. I think I think it's I think it's eating them up inside. And if they don't take the vaccine, they're gonna they're gonna get worse. Mm. Well, <laughs> what can you say? I can say take the damn vaccine. <laughs> That's what I can say. <laughs> you. You can say it, but um, take the damn hey, vaccine. Uh, you know, I talked to a friend of ours, and uh, I won't name names, but they're definitely not going to take it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, they're not on the right, so it's it's kind of bipartisan in a sense. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. So definitely bipartisan. Yeah, anti-vaxxing is not just for not, not just for conservatives. It's for crazy people of all political stripes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's a whole nother subject conversation so, right so, there. You know, so what's the what 
what is the rationale for the rationale for not giving a child a vaccine is they used autism. Okay. What is the rationale for an adult not taking a vaccine? And if you say, because they told me to, then we're not even going to have that conversation with that individual. I don't want to be told what to do. That's part of the problem. You can't tell certain people what to do. And that's, it's a childish way to approach it. But it's reality. I didn't say it wasn't reality. <laughs> it's a childish way. Don't tell me what to do. Because the government told me I had to get a vaccine. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Maybe they, are, maybe they ought to tell people at certain point, okay, vaccine shut down. You will not be able to get it. <laughs> I know what you're getting ready to say. You're going to try to use reverse psychology on them? <laughs> We are no longer giving out vaccines. You can no longer have, have the vaccine. To, you will have to pay $500 for this vaccine now. Uh, <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to use, since, since you're going to act like a child, we're going to treat you like a child. You can't so have the vaccine. Come beating down the door. Give me my vaccine. Give me my vaccine. <laughs> so, so, so the next time you talk to somebody that says, I'm not taking a vaccine, well, you can't have it. Right. You, can't have <laughs> you, it. you just can't have it. it. No, it ain't that you. It ain't that you uh, aren't going to get the vaccine. It's that you can't have the vaccine. Okay, what you do? Right. <laughs> then they'll show up in the doctor's office and get the freaking vaccine. That's just <laughs> insane. Well, but that's where we yeah. are. That is absolutely where we are. Is that we have to actually reduce ourselves to try these childish measures. To get people to act like adults. Yeah. Well, when I look at the scenario in this country now, there's one word that stands out, um, especially on the right. And I'm not saying it's a bad word. I'm not disagreeing with the general concept. You know what that word is? No. Freedom. <laughs> okay. Freedom and rights. Mm -hmm. People in this country are big on their so-called freedom mm -hmm. and their so-called rights. Okay. Right to do this, right mm -hmm. to do that, mm -hmm. right not to be this, be that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a hang-up okay. in society when people feel their rights are being taken or you're denying them their freedom. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... <laughs> So I'm not even going to attempt to get into that because I feel like if you explain to them that that rights are granted, freedoms are granted, they're not going to believe you. They're going to have the conversation, I have the right, I'm... God gave me the right to do blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and, you can, and it's difficult to argue with that kind of mentality because right. we all have encountered individuals where like the, the, the people look at the insurrection video and say, that's not what it is. So we, we have the conversation with people and we explain to them um, how society works, how we all benefit. Taking the vaccine isn't about you. It's about all of us. If you lose someone that matters to you, they're not going to take responsibility for it because they believe that they did the right thing because they exercised their right of freedom. But exercising sure. your right of freedom has, uh, um, I don't want to call them consequences. It has results. Sure. So any action you take or do not take has a result. 
being an adult means you identify the result, the possible results, and then you take the appropriate action. If you include in your decision-making process the fact that I don't want somebody telling me what to do, I don't want somebody taking from me what I think I deserve, then you're not including what is necessary to make the best decision. And that kind of person you can't have a conversation with because I, you and I can explain to them or anybody can explain to them. This is the purpose of the decision. Mm-hmm. And they're going to stick to it not on principle. Well, maybe on principle, I guess, the principle of you can't take my right away. You can't take away my gun. We have the highest gun death of any civilized nation on the planet. And your concern is, do I get to keep my gun? Well, that's a big conversation right there. (laughs) Not only are we talking about rights and privileges, you know, referencing the Constitution and all of that, you have to look at the scope of things not only the legality dealing with the constitutional issue and how hard it is to amend those uh, articles in the constitution the economic impact and power created by the dollars in the whole gun industry even if everybody a, a majority of people came to their census and says, hey, you know what? This gun thing is out of control. We need to stop it. Um, dealing with the gun lobby, dealing with the gun manufacturers, it, it's going to be a, a big battle. It, it's really a big battle. Lobbyists have a big voice, and how do you, uh, how do you defeat them? So, so everything that you said at this point, not one of them addressed gun deaths. Not a one. Not a one addressed. We have a nation that is gun crazy and people oh, are dying. I, I, I understand not that. A one. I'm, I'm just saying. Not a one of those issues, which is, which is what my original idea, uh, concept is, is that mm-hmm. we're not looking at what we should be looking at first. What we're looking at is all of the stuff about me and my and I. Yep. Right back to where we were before. So if my me, people I are dying, if my if my my if my wife and kids aren't dying, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. My rights, my freedom. Right. So it doesn't matter how many people die. It doesn't matter if the United States is the highest, has the highest rate of gun death of any civilized country on the planet, I don't care. Not until you get enough people to vote in legislation. First, you gotta get the uh, legislation approved for voting. Then you gotta get it to pass. Now, what do you think the problem is with uh, representatives and officials that can actually pass legislation i'm not sure what you mean why doesn't why don't gun proposals uh legislation for gun control pass what do you think is the obstacle well so if if the second amendment was never included in the constitution would people be as adamant about gun ownership Uh, I don't think they could, they would have a bigger stump to stand on. Exactly. You know? So yeah. the, right now, the second amendment is the problem. Right. That's a big problem. It is the problem, the problem. So how do we get rid of it? I would get rid of the second amendment. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't mean to sound flippant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think it was I think it was Noriega. Said I don't have okay. to worry about I don't have to worry about drug addicts. Because mm-hmm. the drug addiction will take care of itself. And what he means by that, and I think it was Noriega. Maybe someone else, um, um, but that unfortunately, more people will continue to die uh-huh. The drug addicts will just continue using and eventually die. That was the, the, that was the idea. And I don't want to seem sound to seem to sound flippant, to seem to sound flippant. Uh-huh. To, to say that that our only solution is that all of the gun owners kill themselves off. But as long as we have the Second Amendment, we will have people that steadfastly hold on to the concept that this is my right to own this and you can't take away that right to me and it does not matter anything else. Nothing else matters the number of people dying, the number of ways that they die, the fact that um, more people, more gun owners die from their own gun than using it in, as, as protection. It is insignificant. Well, gun, gun deaths if you look at the number of people that own or have guns and the number of people actually killing people with guns, it's a very, very small number of people doing the killing. And if you could get the guns, somehow keep the guns away from people. Wait, that wait, wait, would wait, 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 wait. So what you're saying is <clears throat> if you look at the number of guns out there, Mm-hmm. And the number of people that have guns, mm-hmm. the ones that actually commit murder is a small mm-hmm. number. Yeah. And 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 how did you figure that out? How many gun deaths do we have in the country a year, roughly? Okay, the last number I saw was thirty-three. Well, let me don't let me not guess. Let me not guess. I was I started to say thirty thousand. It is more than thirty eight thousand. The Over U.S. Centers 000. for Disease Control and Prevention show that there are a total of more than thirty eight thousand three hundred deaths from guns in twenty nineteen. Okay. And of which more than twenty three thousand nine hundred were suicides. Okay. 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 So if you if you compare that to the total number of actual guns in existence, okay. How would that pan out? What, so what so your so your 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 idea here is that because there's not because a fifth of the the people aren't dying by gun deaths then the number of gun deaths is small. I think the number of gun deaths is small to the actual number of guns and I'm just saying uh <clears throat> now I do want you to understand what you're saying there. If if you want to stop gun deaths Mm -hmm. and you feel going after all guns is the only way, I I get that. But in reality, that's a real big uh, pond to cross. That's especially with, like you say, the Second Amendment. Um, Okay. 
So where your biggest fight is. So here's here's the concern I have. Hmm. Um, one gun death is too many. One gun death is too many. Mm-hmm. So anything that says that the the number of gun deaths is not significant then becomes a problem. Well, I didn't say it wasn't significant. Well, you, I, I'm you, just saying I'm not, I didn't say you were saying it was significant. What what I'm saying is, is that what you're saying can be interpreted mm-hmm. as gun the, the number of gun deaths is not significant enough to approach the issue of gun ownership. You can approach it, but how long have we been attempting to approach it? How long how we do have we, the, How do we get beyond the Second Amendment? And what do we do until we get to that point? Okay. So let me step back. If I believe that gun deaths are unnecessary deaths, mm-hmm. they're unnecessary deaths, what should my action be on gun deaths? Well, that's a personal, as an individual, that's your personal sure. choice. I understand what, that. How you feel about it. Right. But if, if a person believes that gun deaths are unnecessary, do you do you believe that gun deaths are a byproduct of gun ownership? Well, sure, sure. But you also have uh, death by police. Do, do I understand we count that. those two? I understand that. But now you're count those? now you're now you're into what about? Well, if if we're gonna talk about guns, then we have to talk about police. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about private ownership of guns. We're not talking about police. Oh, okay. We most certainly okay. can address the, the fact. Ownerships. That was implied in the conversation, was it not? Okay. It wasn't implied in the conversation. I, I don't. I, I don't remember. I just remember guns in general. But it it could have been. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I I just. So, so we have gun ownership. And we have deaths. Mm-hmm. Can't die from a gun if we don't. If there are no guns. True. Can't die from a gun if there are no guns. True. So we have people dying because we have guns. Okay. Okay. So right now we have thirty-eight thousand three hundred gun deaths a year. Okay. Higher than anybody else that even has guns. And we still won't regulate them to try to get the gun deaths down because obviously some people feel that it's acceptable that 38,300 people, more than 38,300 people die a year for the the ownership of guns. Yeah. Okay. And the and the and the argument for owning a gun is that it's my right under the constitution mm-hmm. to have a gun. Which was as well as protecting themselves from the other people that have guns. <laughs> okay. But that's still, so if it wasn't in the Constitution that you couldn't have a gun, it, it it wouldn't matter whether the other person had a gun or not. It was constitutionally not protected. So I, I'm saying I understand that there are people who have guns and feel that, that the, the gun is a protection. I'm, I'm going to do a quick... Uh, Check to see how many 
people were shot. I mean, people shot an offender. Uh, that earlier statistic about 38,000 was from the Centers for Disease Control. And I'm, I'm sure people that, you know, some people are concerned that I'm not using some non-legitimate source. Mm -hmm. Does it say what year? In 2019. 2019, okay. Uh, a okay. survey done by Hinneman Way. 5,800 Californians, they're saying about 0.3% of guns were used in self-defense. Oh my. I don't know. Some people trust Wikipedia. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. um, so I, <clears throat> I'm thinking that the question becomes now, how do we convince people that support gun ownership under the second amendment or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. That, that needs to change. Okay. So, so here's, here's the thing. So there are a number of, been, there are a number of arguments that have been made about gun ownership in the United States. Mm -hmm. And no matter how you frame that argument, You don't see you don't see any growth in the desire to remove guns ownership from our society. Okay. So I don't. If if enough people dying, if thirty eight thousand three hundred people dying is not a threshold, mm -hmm. then I don't know what will be. So for me, logic and reason matters. For me, logic and reason, I'm, I'm not an emotional thinker. Does that mean I don't have emotions? Of course I have emotions. That's the only way I can connect with folks. Emotion is a, an important part of being a human being. Yeah. But logic is. and reason has to be an important part because it's where we separate emotion from important information that we need to make better decisions. So for me, there is absolutely no reason any human being in the United States has to die from a gun. None whatsoever. There is no legitimate reason because there are, there can, there are and can be non-lethal alternatives to gun use, but we won't even explore that because we've settled on the gun as the standard for rights. Hmm. You say non-lethal? Sure. Uh, and what type of scenario? There, there are, there are um, pepper spray, uh, tasers, phasers, uh, light swords, uh, you name it. There are non-lethal methods of self-defense. Well, up to a point, but if a person is truly determined to take somebody out. Then a gun ain't going to matter either. Hmm? A gun ain't going to matter either. Right. So, saying, so if that they're that determined, they'll find another way. Okay. I, I, so I, I, the question to me is, how much death and destruction has to happen before people change, before people 
look at things and say there's a better way. And yeah, for me, the there's 38,000 of my brothers and sisters and cousins and nieces and nephews that are passing away for an, uh, the love of a gun, which, and we didn't get the statistic for defensive use of a gun, mm -hmm. but there, but, but I think that that would be crucial in the conversation if we're gonna have a logic-based, a logic reason-based conversation. And I don't, I don't think we're having a logic and reason-based conversation around guns. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. How about this? You're saying that death is the issue at hand. Death by guns mm -hmm. or death in general. By guns. We have we have huge armies that fight wars. Okay. And when we get to the point and we we have to declare war, mm -hmm. death is pretty much inevitable. Okay. How do we prevent that? Then we actually going to war and people dying. I and and so so okay, so what you're saying is let's define the parameters of the conversation better. Because well because military military weapons are used mostly in defense and should be used mostly in defense, and that's part of the conversation that we're having in this country is that we should stop uh, preemptive military use and use our military for our defenses and not for attacking other folks. And so that's a very good conversation. But the use of guns in the military, I don't, I don't equate that to gun ownership in the private sector. But the issue, the conversation was about death. No, the conversation death. wasn't about death. The conversation was about death by gun in the private sector. Okay. Okay. But I'm trying to relate that into the terms of what man will do in general. And it, it it's, it's a relevant comparison because when we feel like we have a threat or need to defend ourselves, weapons obviously come into the picture and people feel they need weapons, just like we need an army. Um, we have nuclear weapons. When you talk about death, that's the ultimate death. We could blow up, destroy this whole planet with those things, but they exist. We have- I, I think at this point you're, you're mixing two conversations. And okay. so you, you don't see it as mixing two conversations. I just don't think, right. I don't, I don't think, it, I think there's two separate conversations. Yes, we have a military uh, because another country has a military, but other mm -hmm. countries around the world don't have weapons in their private sector. And we do. So if you, if you want to, if you want to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, then we're comparing the private sector and not the, the military sector. But we're not the only com com countries with guns. There are. I didn't say we were, but yeah. but that isn't the issue. So we were. Okay. If if we're going to obfuscate the the conversation, if we're going to have the conversation and then bring things into the conversation that that change the 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 framework of the conversation, then we're never going to have a solution because we're always going to find some other. Um, technicality or some other issue that we can look at rather than looking at the issue that we were trying to address in the first place. Okay. Well, your issue is the number of deaths. No, I didn't. Okay. So you're, you're, my guns. you're reframing my issue. Okay. Let's frame the issue correctly. Well, actually right now we're over. And okay. we will do the gun issue, but we'll put a pin in this one and we'll come back at it. Okay. Fair enough. We'll put a pin in it. Well, we'll still have guns. 
I, I, I don't know how that, that information is helpful. I really don't. So we will have guns. What, what, how does that change anything? How does that impact the, you know, that we're moving on? I don't, I don't get it. I get, I got you. Okay. <laughs> All right. You want to have the last word? I'll give you the last word. Well, yeah, I, I think it was a great conversation. Uh, it's not the first time we've talked about this. Uh, and it won't be the last. Talk about it some more, and I, I'd like to hear more about your um, solutions because I, you know, right now I think we're kind of stuck, and I don't know what's going to get us out of this situation. But I definitely uh, am willing to listen. That's a start. <laughs> we will see you guys next Friday. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment, and thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website, thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.